Come on, that had to be 10 seconds. Come on. Thanks for talking all the way through. There was no dead air at the start of the show. <laughs> you got to keep talking. I don't care what you're talking about. Just keep talking. Well, the quality of what I'm talking about might as well be dead air. <laughs> yeah, but we don't want... Wait, you... is the theme song played and we're talking over it? We're talking over our own theme song this week. On Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube. Snap! <laughs> And that's an old song. Man, good thing this music is today. We could talk over it. Normally, it'd be playing in regular sound. Yeah, mutiny radio songs are like. You're listening to mutiny radio. I'm like la 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 all right well welcome to the show this is let's watch a full-length movie on youtube with mike spiegelman and carl thank you so much for f- downloading us on mutinyradio.fm thank you so much for listening to us live mutinyradio.fm that's why there's dead air we don't edit this we just send it out <laughs> it, it airs live 2 p.m pacific standard time 5 p.m eastern standard time in america and then uh, the podcast itself drops sunday night afternoon depending and but our podcast has a different name it is with the acronym l-w-a-f-l-m-o-y-t and that's also our twitter handle and our youtube channel but we're also on facebook as let's watch a full-length movie on youtube and carl we have a blog spot called let's watch a full-length movie on youtube.blogspot.carl and uh, com, and it is updated but with the wrong uplinks so anyway hi Carl how are you <laughs> I'm doing good doing good I'm exhausted we're going to watch a full length movie on YouTube Carl what is the movie today we are watching New York Nights 1984 hey. if you put in the YouTube search New York Nights 1984 you'll get it okay now the one we're going to watch though is incorrect it says in parentheses 1983 that's not right and it's got spanish subtitles it's ray casimir is the publisher ray k-a-z-e-m-i-e-r casimir is that how you would casimir like what you like a casimir sweater i'm sure (laughs) exactly right led zeppelin wrote casimir sweater oh there's casimir ray casimir so and this is uh new york nights not k-n-i-n-l-l-l-l-l-l-l-l-l-l-l-l-l-l-l-l-l-l-l-l-l-l-l-l-l-l-l-l-l-l-l-l-l-l-l-l-l-l-l-l-l-l-l-l-l-l-
Now look, you see, Corinne there, she is the debutante. She's not like Betty. See, George is the rock star. That's the way this whole thing goes. They, they're, they're cast by titles. But, uh, do they have names in the show, or they're just like, hey, in rock star? The... Right, right. No, they do have names. They do have names, but that's not the way their story Missy O'Shea uh, as yeah, the model. Missy. Yeah, She's in this. So is Nicholas Cortland. Did a lot of TV. Nick. As the husband. Oh, they are necking. Are they at, like, Plato's Retreat? Th- that's cu- That will be in the... Yeah. Oh, well, this that's is 83 right in New York. looking at Plato's Retreat. That's right. Wow. Good one, Mike. Well, because this says New York Nights, and it is 1983, so this is why we're watching it. But it's not. But it's not. It's really 1981, but there were some sort of legal troubles, which the internet would not tell me the details of, and so it was released in 84. So the thing oh, is... look at this. Guy has a swastika and this, like, getting picked you up see, by this ladies. this is all, like, 78, 79 look, right? You know, it's, it's yeah. Studio 54, and... So 1981, they were already late to the party. For it to come out in 1984, this film was out of date and also untracked they need to track this movie simon a new turn is the director this looks like yeah he did other exploitation films really he didn't do anything do you notice that's weird that his his credit is not the last credit in the opening credits which traditionally it's the director is written and produced (laughs) by romeo vanderbilt gets the last credit yeah yeah it shouldn't be like that he's from europe he should get the ultimate, penultimate credit, the second to last, written and produced by this narcissist, directed by now this we narcissist, will see, the debutante okay, and the, the rock star. Okay, the first one is the debutante and the rock star. That's what we're seeing first here. And we've seen Times Squares. Yeah. Right, and it's Mayor Koch Times Square, or is it Dave Dinkins? That's the, no, it's Mayor, Mayor Koch. Mayor Koch, 1980. Point, right? right. If you figure this so, was 8081, it was Koch. Right, and that means that Times Square is really about pornography and karate movies. You see, she's doing <laughs> coke right on the screen. Right, with tinfoil. Was she going to not like mm-hmm. smoke it on the, off the tinfoil? It's weird. No, that is, that's heroin. I'm sorry, man. I just can't <laughs> buy this movie. You put your coke in tinfoil and you don't heat it up? What's with you? <laughs> oh, I'm a lady with a limo looking for male prostitutes in Times Square. <laughs> She was just actually thrilling them. She thrilled me. The Electric Circus. There is right. the uh, Miss Dr. Teeth and the uh, what's the house band in the Muppet show? Yeah, it's Dr. Teeth uh, and, the and the Electric and Orchestra the and the Muppet and the other hands. Something like that. They had Animal. They had that sax player with the droopy eyes. Right. They had the keyboard guy. They also had uh, the droopy, the no eyeball uh, saxophone player, which kind of is creepy. Is he undead? Where's his eyes? Yeah, good question. These are uh, questions. Being as he wasn't alive, he didn't really need them, but it, it serves the purpose of the. Uh... Okay, right, so, so we're, we're seeing rolling. a rock band now, and it's really 70s corporate rock. Now, Rod Stewart is the one who is the famous person who supplies a song in this, uh, in this movie. And it's way at the end. So we get the rock star guy for a while. And it's like, uh, you don't know how to love. You don't know anything about love. Let's hear it for a second. It's so bad. Well, that sounds, uh, I can't wait to hear it. 
So wait, he shows up at the end? No, Rod Stewart's song is played at the end. He's the big fail. Uh, Are you not near the I'm watching these ladies. Where you can... Yeah, I'm by the microphone. Are you not near the microphone where you can uh, turn on the sound every now and again? We have the sound in the background right now. What's the image? Oh. Same as you. No, yeah, I'm definitely access. It's only so much of this rocking and rolling I want to hear. Who's scoring for Especially me saying right rocking now, and like The debutante is like becoming infatuated with rock star. She's like, what is he into? And he goes, same thing as you, staying up all night and doing coke. And she's like, who's his dealer? What? So she's going yeah. over to the dealer. That is a good way to get a man, is if you go to their dealer, you're like, hey, I've noticed you've been selling blow to Tony. What's Carl like? Yeah, he's cool. Yeah. Well, he, she is going to buy blow for the rock star. That's going to be her way to hook him. Oh, well, this is kind of, oh, I think they play this movie every uh, Christmas. Uh, my family watches this film. This in love now, always. Corinne, um, yeah, you're every holiday for the holiday season, we always watch New York Times. Okay, <laughs> here we have the famous Plaza Hotel where a million movies were shot. Yes. Where Donald Trump appeared in uh, Home Alone 2. Oh. And what's ironic is right across the street by FAO Schwartz, where poke. I personally, Carl Haupt, had yes. a Rod Stewart sighting. Interesting. In this movie. You yeah. saw Rod Stewart outside FAO Schwartz? I saw Rod Stewart walking Fifth Avenue, and the store closest, you know, across the street was this Plaza Hotel, and yeah, he walked in front of FAO Shorts, and he was really uh, bouncing along in his balloon pants, uh, wow. with, with sunglasses on, just looking like he's really loving life. He was alone, right. he was walking uptown, and... Uh, Do you think New York City is probably the best place for celebrities just to walk by themselves? According to John Lennon, yes, it's exactly the place. It's the only place where they leave you alone, according to John Lennon. Oh, all right. Whatever happened to John Lennon? <laughs> oh, yeah. He recently, this month, yeah. passed away. Oh, wow. I think he was 37 years ago. Was we got to update. We got to update our notes. Yeah. Actually, he was. Uh, he probably got shot in it. He got assassinated in 1980, I think it was. Right. I think it was 1980. And yeah. I think he was 40. So. He would be 77 or 76 oh, yeah. today. There you go. Just so we, like Paul. So I want to check out what's going on in this limo. But nothing I want. And let's see the coke or I'm gone. Got it? He lured her with the promise of coke. Right. Because she poured it in the envelope and he kind of running, running down. Mm-hmm. And she's going to seduce him. I thought you liked the lady. Nothing personal, no, but... Um, I don't play games with Yankee Jail Bacon. I am 18. Sure. And I'm Roman fucking Polanski. Whoa. Yup. That's 1983. I'm 18 and I'm Roman fucking Polanski. Wow. Yeah. That joke never but gets she's old, not unfortunately. 18, right? She's like she's, 24. She's 24. And it was 1981. Now, this person, Corinne, she was a play, playmate, penthouse playmate. Wow. I think she was Playmate of the Year, and that's what led to her getting roles in movies. Let me just take a look at my notes here. Yeah, I'll take a look at her legs while you take a look at her notes. <laughs> uh, chosen as Penthouse Pet of the Month for June 1978 and again for August 
81. In 82, she was Pet of the Year. So she's not yet Pet of the Year while she's filming this film. Oh, this was on her on her way up. You know, by the way, the disturbing thing about being Pet of the Month and Pet of the Year, it's Pet as a verb. <laughs> you get Pet? <laughs> <laughs> so, um... Wow, look at that Coke. She's got a fucking baggy full. He's like, why didn't you show me that at first? Now me interested. His hand's totally on her legs. Oh, well, there you go. She just rubbed his crotch. And he says... Cutting hair, love. I'll sell dope. Are you giving it away? Don't want your money, Jesse. Oh, isn't this how you and your wife met? Well, no. uh, My wife was one of those eyes wide shut girls. Oh, right. This is a different movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I couldn't see her face, unfortunately, before I was like, will you marry me? <laughs> I used to. You thought you were fucking your boss the whole time. <laughs> I had to change my whole proclivity. So um, I want you to know that Corinne Alson here, she went on to study at the Tarot School of New York, receiving two certifications in advanced tarot card reading. Nice. So she's no dummy. She's not oh, a pet. There goes her panties. Yeah. This uh, is really weird. What's going to happen is she's like, have sex with me, have sex with me. Then he starts to have sex with me, and she's like, whoa, whoa. I didn't say you could have sex with me. And then the <laughs> guy kicks, the, 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 driver? the driver kicks him out. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Is he, is he pulling it out? No. He's pulling mm-hmm. his tie away. Having sex in a limo in New York City. Oh, wow. There's there's good topics. We were cruising cruising uptown Park Avenue. Oh, she's now. No, she's doing it. She's grinding. Uh, Yeah, but is his pants off? Yeah. Yeah, Look look at that. Full moon. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, Full moon. So then she's going to change her mind and she's like, oh, I have to go home. Well, there you go. I mean, it's really. This is not a Me Too moment. She said, please do it with me. But you could change your mind. Mm-hmm. All right. And she just Sorry. did. And Iron she Sheik has a, wants uh, him out. Chauffeur. The Iron Sheik. Get out. But me pants. Oh, he tosses the guy out. Good for him. Yep. Oh. And here's your Coke for free. That's not a bad deal. You can <laughs> walk home in five minutes with that bag. I don't need no limousine. The first thing I would do is pull up my pants. It's the last thing he does. Well, that's because there's a camera on him. Okay, now we have our new one. Right, now, it was debutante and rock star, so we get the rock star stays and the authoress. The authoress. I guess author as a girl. It's a lady writer. So that is the whole, a comedian. So... That is the whole way this movie goes. It goes through nine people, and you you meet one in the story, and then it, the next one is their story. So oh. the rock star is going to be interviewed by the authoress. So it's the same rock star. It's not a different rock star. It's the same rock star. Now, back in the 20s, there was a movie of this style, and I don't have its name, but in I've the seen, 50s, they, yeah. did a, they did something called La Ronde. La Ronde, like the round, by Max Opel. I don't know, it's French. Sounds good. And it was, it was pretty much, this is the same sort of film, just in today's world. Well, I, I did see a movie on TCM called, like, The Golden Cattle, no, what was it, The Gold Rolls Royce? 
and uh-huh. it was different stories uh, connected to one Rolls Royce. Oh, got you. And there was that dollar bill movie, right? Yeah, there's like a hundred dollar bill. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, there is a dollar bill movie that you follow a dollar bill, and there was a TV show where you followed a gun. Uh huh. You know what? I think I think that like when you're in a pitch meeting, right. That sounds great. Hey, that's look, great. And we look, go from story to story, but then when it gets to the, all those little to the screen, it's always yeah, the, Twin Towers again. Not only Twin it's Towers, not, not only enough. Twin Towers, tab at the hot dog vending place, and he just point, nods at the hot dog guy, and he immediately hands him two of them, and the guy hands him money with, while still walking. I mean, that's how you did it, <laughs> yeah. with the Twin Towers behind it. <laughs> And I know it's too soon to bring up Tab. <laughs> so, looking at the towers, they must be in Brooklyn, right? Because Look or are the they blimp. in Jersey? Do you think they they're at Eagle Rock? Brooklyn. They're at Eagle Rock Reservation in New Jersey, <laughs> which overviews the skyline. Over. Uh, yeah. There's a monument there for 9/11. Yeah, you took me to see it, and you know what? Oh, it's, yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, no, it was good because I hadn't I hadn't seen the skyline since nine eleven at at Eagle Rock, uh-huh. so it, I was definitely affected by it. Like I had not seen it well, the skyline yeah. since then. So, uh, well, for the first two years, you would or or so you would be like driving the helix of uh, Lincoln Tunnel or something, and you'd look where it used to be, and it was like D- something's something's out of place, something's wrong, you know? Right. Oh yeah, it's just this weird feeling. So. so yeah, so to see it for the first time for you, you must have been like, huh? Well, because I understood there was going to be a new building built there, and then was it going to be built there? And then the movie uh, uh, yeah, Click by Adam Sandler had like a three building uh, in the future. They had like a weird building. But there is a uh-huh. building in that space. It's a single building, right? Yeah, there's a single building. It used to be called the Freedom Tower. Right. But today, I'm not sure what it's called. It might be called World Trade. He's, she's rubbing his, his, uh, her leg on his crotch. Yeah, basically what happened is she wanted to interview him for magazine. And, you know, it was basically him being a blowhard for about five, six minutes. And now it's like, interviews over, time for, you know, like, let's really get to know. Okay, now apparently she's an author who also did a book called uh, The Promiscuous Vagina or something like that. Fear of and, uh, flying. Oh, the anonymous fuck is is was her theme. Oh, so, so this is like discussed. fear of flying. Erica Jean, who had anonymous sex as the theme. Zipless fucks. Now the them. couples that we see in this film aren't always first timers and anonymous. There are some long relationships, and we'll see them do it too. Oh, well, I can't wait. Isn't so this great? is an anthology. Now movie. they're in public. They're at a restaurant. What's up? I have the cameras running. Who okay. Yeah, he's. Well, they're also actors who are really getting it on. You know what, uh, Mike? I have to say something that the acting in this movie does not suck. Except when we get to the financier. Uh, He's sucking her nipples talk. right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, because it's like, okay, so they're good actors and they're New York actors and they're in a film, but the films are like, he got to rub your foot against his crotch and then he's got to rub <laughs> nipples. In 1981, I mean, just yesterday it was 79 and they were doing that at Studio 54. Like, right. this is not, this was of the time. Oh, she's got a thong, Christmas thong, red stocking. <laughs> See, uh, thongs I thought were of today. 
right? So when I yeah. first saw that, I was like, something swung, something. <laughs> something oh, very thong. I said it wrong. I said it wrong. There's something song here. <laughs> oh, that was oh. like completely different panties. That was like a purple paper yeah, bag. Right. It was not a, th- a red thong. We were just talking that about that red was, velvet yeah. thong, and she pulls up this like grandpa. Continuity person, you're fired. You're fired, D girl. So now, uh, after it's done, right. this guy who's an international rock star suddenly gets insecure. Well, don't and they he always? wants to know if he was any good. I'm going to take notes how to ask. Oh, she's rubbing his crotch while he's trying to sleep. Well, she wants one more time. <sighs> Ladies, am I right? So now she's not getting her one more time, so she's like, you know what? Fuck yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> and that's when he gets video. needy. Here we go. Here's, let's listen to the one. He wrecks her. Hang on, love. Hey. Does it uh, hurt? All over. I don't know if that's good or bad. I think we missed the, oh, the first line to set it Did up. I, to I saw image? this film twice, but I, I don't know. Uh-huh. And uh, the first time you turned it off when you ejaculated when? You're fantastic. Well, a definite contender old, in this hemisphere. Uh, in the, the limo scene. But I mean, <laughs> I, after 45 minutes, I was watching it again. Well, I have a drinking game with this movie, but uh, I use Coke instead, so I watched the entire film. <laughs> I was wide awake. <laughs> every time. Well, every time you see a barefoot, that's a bump. <laughs> Sorry, Carl, I cut you off. Oh, I'm sorry, hold on a second. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah. What was that? Go ahead and talk. Oh, I can't wait to talk. Now she's upset, and she's like, oh, cut it out. You're being, it's, what a turn off. Yeah, be a Come real on, man. Darling. You're a rock star. You're a lousy life. Oh, fuck it, I got free sit. <laughs> wow. Right, let me see if my audio works. Oh, no, my audio works. Oh, it's over. We're at the pool. We're at the grotto. Well, we might be moving on to the authorist and the photographer. Yeah. Oh, so so she fucks this rock star. He feels needy, and then she goes off to this bullshit-looking party. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen more people in a room in my life. I've been Christmas shopping. This is bullshit. No one walks around like this. <laughs> well, it's a fancy-looking da- dude there. I'm sure he is. You hear the background, the music? Yeah. Is that like a slot machine or like a circus thing? Uh, no, I think it's viol- I think it's the violin. Uh, let's listen. Well, I'll do it. Sold. Don't you miss oh, yeah. them? Of course, but darling, I made gobs of easy, dirty money. Prices <laughs> are crazy. Everyone is buying for investment, or so they say. Oh, is this in downtown New <laughs> York City <laughs> art? Interesting. Sign me up. Not downtown. No, no, no. It's like Central hmm. Park. He doesn't uh, have fashion keys. Uh, like people would rent out that tavern on the lawn. Tavern, tavern on, on the, the green. green. What's it called? Tavern on the green. This is gone, I think. Yeah, it closed finally. So. Oddly. By the way, this woman, the actress, her name's Bobby Burns, and she was in a movie that we did called I, the Jury. Oh, with Mickey Spillane. Was it, right, was 1982. It, no, I think we saw the 50s version, though, Carl. Mike Hammer. 
Right, but they did the '80s version as well. Holy! Oh no, you're right. Because uh, no, you're right. It was we saw the the piercing. I yeah, it's it's called modern. I'm cutting you off, and I'm sorry about that. No, 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 no. But we did see uh, my camera movie. Not not uh, one from the '80s that was uh, in 3D called Eye of the Jury, and uh. Uh, and but my camera had a renaissance in the '80s as well. That not only was there Stacey Keach television series with uh, ongoing TV movies, but there were you know other movies with my camera too. Mm-hmm. So that's probably where she was from. So it's time for a reboot, right? It's, it's it, there's yeah. been three every yeah. twenty years. 50, 60, you know, he was 80, the, the every thirty years. Every thirty years, so we would have another Mickey Spillane. It would be on, uh, it'd be a lady, and it would be on Amazon Prime, and it will, <laughs> <laughs> it would be a, you know, I don't know. Yeah, her name would still be Mickey. Yeah, no, it'd be Mickey Spillane, Mickey, Mike Hammer. What? Yeah, Mickey that's right, Blaine. Mike. Yeah, Mickey. Let okay. me explain something to you, Mickey. That's yes. That's your. Uh, I love Lucy. So this is the art from the eighties, huh? On the wall. Uh, this is this this photographer's work. Now the the photographer actor we're seeing here is just so lame, and he was in nothing. I don't even have information on. Do you think he was the actual photographer? <laughs> yeah, maybe. He looks to me like the Peter Parker on the uh, that Spider-Man movie we saw. That we saw. Is he in the pictures holding ropes to women? Oh, they're banging in the... Oh, tee-hee, they're having sex. Hey, lady. I can't perform when you're watching. That goes against everything I believe in. <laughs> oh, ha-ha, the place smells like oh, ass. Oh, oh, oh. oh, sorry. <laughs> it didn't mean it to smells work. like ass. It smells like fucking sex ass. We've all been there. <laughs> um, this photographer, his name's Peter Mackey, and the only thing really of notice, he, he was a character on One Life to Live for a time. Oh, well, all right. Well, this must be his big break. Basil. <laughs> you doing your faulty towers? Photography, my dear. Um, I was doing uh, Austin Powers. Oh, what right, Basil. Mean, Basil. Oh, right, Basil Exposition. So here we are. We're in New York City with our f- fancy red sports car. Yeah, every everybody's filthy rich in the film. That's the, the lifestyle of seventies rich house. So you always connotate this as seventies. You can't admit that this is like season six of SNL New York City. <laughs> it's nineteen eighty one. So season seven. Maybe. It is the eighties, but I mean, come on, like. You know, 80s right m- now you think of three years ago like it was just yesterday. Well, you know, then I, three years ago was seventy-eight. Well, if I may, I do have a theory. I think that like eighties movies were a reaction to the movies of the seventies. Movies of the seventies were kind of yeah. naturalistic lighting and uh, warts and all, and usually ended with the the hero getting a bullet in the head. And then the eighties kind of was like shiny and like you yeah, know, with like clean. soundtracks, and at the end they wink at the camera, you know, and yeah. they're action heroes, and everything is clean and, and not filthy but there was a weird transition for a couple of years where it's looked like this you know where it was murky like a mm-hmm. 70s movie but the fashions were slowly getting out of the 70s I think that like disco died like not slowly right real quick no disco and evolved think, but the fad definitely ended well everyone said disco sucks and then all of a sudden 
it was the world's opinion that disco oh, right. and it went away overnight um so this and we got our 80s new wave stuff. this photographer has uh, brought his date into a show where he's photographing women in lingerie fighting in the ring right and it's for vogue you know and so he's giving her a frontline view of his work. And I'm only saying, uh, I'm only giving the description out loud to to encourage our our listeners to watch the movie with us because this is what you're missing. Do a lot of people not do that? Because you've said that like three three shows in a row. Like, listen, audience, you must watch the movie with us. That's the point. Women in lingerie are wrestling right now. And yeah. Come join us. um, Swing and boof there. Yeah. Like they hang low. <laughs> yeah. By the way, this whole time the ref is like, settle down, girls. Not so rough. <laughs> ladies, please. Ladies. We're, we're not here to fight. Hey. Oh, pushes the oh. ref aside. Okay, now, oh, here comes the ref. Yeah, uh, he's going to straighten it out. But, but young, for young here. What? Oh, wow. He took photographs of her. Yeah, he took pictures. Yeah. His date just got splashed wet, and you could see everything, and he started taking pictures of it. Here you are, honey. Here you go, lady. He, he goes, the fighter goes, that's my towel. He goes, you dry off, air dry off. <laughs> so anyway, she's going to go in there and actually go to the blow dryer like Madonna in Desperately Seeking Susan oh. and, like, blow dry herself. Yeah, it's a clingy dress she's walking in. That's a huge... Uh... Locker now, room. Did you see the urinal? Oh, so she's in the wrong bathroom. I I don't know. I mean, don't assume her gender, but she walked past all these urinals like it was nothing. Well, she just wants to dry off. She doesn't really give a shit right now. Oh, okay, here she goes. This is sold as a girl's gym. Yeah, first try. Oh, it's a it's a girl's gym. Come on, bottom line, you got to keep those urinals in the long run. You know what I'm saying? In case the. <laughs> Always money, guys. Plenty of uh, guys. Okay, there's here. the rope. The photographer or a guy has to piss? Yeah. No. How many toilets? Dog How dog many dog. urinals? There's like 14. He's counting them. So that's Look what he's doing. He's flushing them. He's flushing them. Nothing more it's sexy than that. It's a creep. It's Freddy Krueger shit. He wanted to make sure his hand touched every single uh, urinal handle before going to her. My hands are germy. By the way, in the end, we hear the Rod Stewart song called Passion. And so when you hear these yeah. little background music, they're trying real hard to be the sound of that song with like different chords and different... Oh, I see. You know see. what I mean? They yeah. made it like a theme. So this is the uh, love theme from New York Nights, parentheses, the bathroom scene. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm posing. Well, it's like they did the instrumentation from uh, uh, the same, you know, that song Passion, right? Right. There's a keyboard in it. I don't know the song. Uh, there's this jazz so, guitar. Is that the one about so they Young just Turks? Took those instruments. Yeah, and they just played it in the background. Right. Ew, she's posing as yeah. a urinal. Her foot's in the yeah. urinal. And you want me to not call this the 70s? I mean, she's going to. She's squatting in the urinal. She's squatting in the urinal. Mayday. This is not a drill. She is sitting down on the urinal. Mayday, that's not how it works. Do me a favor. Oh, God. 
Oh my god. Uh, I'm glad her face isn't all flush. Look, she's taking off his belt so he could pee. Lady, I'm a professional photographer taking photos of you in the urinal. Can you mind taking, not taking my pants off? Would you please dip that back up? Please, show some decorum here in the set. Flush. <laughs> she is just squatting her elbow into the urinal. Yeah. And now she's staring Actually, down the urinal. Actually, look urinals. at her 80s um, eyes wait, around her neck, uh, a bracelet, you know, her around her wrist. Yeah. It's so 80s. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. She's going into Where the Where every stall. lover wants to get some. You're in a gym. You could just fuck in the gym. Oh, I guess not. Thank God there's no one in the locker room of a gym first. Ew, he's now, wiping his way, germ I, hands I on the dress. the acting in this film, but I just want to say take that it back. the photographer's... Prof- well, no, but I exclude him because he's doing all the, like, Captain Kirk pretend moves. <laughs> oh... Take he me in the stall. Back there. All right. Monkey jimming it. And look, nothing would make her feel good. But look what she's doing. She's acting like... It's just good. Right? What's he touching, you know? He, she's acting like it's an orgasm. Well, he's doing it... Uh, what's that style called? Let me get my Kama Sutra. Um, Where you keep your clothes on, you just whip it out, and she climbs on top of you while you're standing. Oh, that's called... Oh, that's the hump hump Fido, put away the cover sutra. <laughs> you like, you buy. Yeah, I, what are you doing? <laughs> I don't know. All right. Okay. Okay, so okay. The photographer's like, you want to ride? And she goes, I'd rather walk. Like, our time is through. Right. And so now he peels out. And we're going to move on to the photographer and the model. Oh, so it's a new story. And this, right. And this is a long term relationship. But did she change? Did she shower at least before going to see him? Um, no, it's the photographer's. Oh, the photographer. I'm sure he did shower. Yeah, it's tomorrow. Now, here we have a child model. Her name is Tem- Tamara Jones. And I think she's so great. She's been in all these movies as, like, bullshit. <laughs> she was in Cape Fear as ice cream cashier. <laughs> You're talking about the De Niro version? She was in, yeah, 1991. She was in Too Fast, Too Furious in 2003 as customs technician. <laughs> Things are looking part. good. Thanks, family. She was in Rock of Ages 2012 as singing bus passenger. Oh, my God. It's like, I've got my SAG card. Oh, your future is bright, honey. Well, I mean, at least she's not doing this movie again. She is in this movie. No, but I mean, like, you know. Is she supposed to be like Brooke Shields? She's got something in her. What? She's like Brooke Shields, right? At this time, Drew Uh, Barrymore. No, she is. That's her look, I suppose. But no, she is neither of those two successful, successful people. Well, is she selling designer jeans? (laughs) Yeah, she's buying them. Oh yeah. Oh my god! Look at that stereo. The model. That's the model. Oh. She turns off the music and is like, "What the fuck? It's time for our appointment. It's Tuesday." third Tuesday of the month at 2 o'clock. He's like, I'm sorry, things ran long. Everyone's like, this girl's a bitch. <laughs> She's so old. Who but turned the, the fan machine? Yeah, the hair is stiff. She's jealous of the modest thing. You're 12-year-old. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure she's 17. Oh, man. This is a good way to learn Spanish, this movie. The, the subtitles are pretty good. 
Yeah. That's yeah. Right. Oh my God, you were in Cape Fear. Your mom was telling me you were in Cape Fear. Yeah. Well, what did what did you do? I was the ice cream cashier. I was, in a, I was in a Tom Cruise movie. Oh, that's great. Which Tom Cruise movie? I, I was in, you know, I had, I had a top speaking role. I was, I was a singing bus passenger yeah. in Rock of Ages. I was, yeah, shot prisoner. Yeah. I had the talking role. Oh, say, say your line. Wait, wait, wait. Let me sit down. Say your line. Right. Ah! <laughs> that was you? Well, I said they looped in a uh, different screen, but yeah. Right. Yeah. But that was my lips movement. <laughs> That's credited to me. Hey, you know what? I, I don't. Who cares? I mean, she's working. You know. Yes. Mm-hmm. She doesn't have to wear this. <laughs> Her hair is different now. It isn't crimped. Did you see how crimped it was? It was pretty crimped. This. Oh, it is. Because when the lights us. on it, you could see it just shines right through. Like. Show like us rice your paper. hair again. Show us your hair. Oh, this guy has a sentence on his T-shirt. His black T-shirt. So, so now the model's pretending, saying, you never called me. You were supposed to go on a date with me. I'm upset. I thought you really meant it. And it's obviously bullshit. And everyone's like, oh, this cunt. Get out of here. Oh, yeah. She's mocking her. And he's just doing it. She's just doing it to ruin the... Oh, she's talking her. look, I'm trying to shoot underage women here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he's doing it. He's like, that's a wrap. Let's call it. Uh oh. Let's see what she says. Darling, you really didn't have to stop working on my account. <laughs> <laughs> You're a jerk. Get out of here. Oh, boo. Here comes Rod Sterling. Imagine the world. Exhibit A. Lost in her own Twilight Zone? Have you ever noticed the end of every speech ends with Twilight Zone? Yeah. Yeah, what's up? Right, right, right. He's such well, a great writer. She, maybe she took a detour. Off the road. Uh, Rod, can we do that again, please? You're supposed to say Twilight Zone? I'm tired of ending this oh, shit with Twilight Zone. Every single time. But it was. Mix it up. Look at the Warhol on the wall. I know. It's a real Warhol. Because this is New York City, 1983, baby. Warhol. <laughs> now, I'm sure that's a poster. But we're not supposed to think that. We're supposed to think I, that. I'm sure it's not. I, I'm sure it's like we, we did a, a surf movie where they had fake pop art on the wall. It's uh, it's supposed to look like Warhol. I don't think it's an actual uh-huh. one. Or maybe it is. Maybe this movie doesn't give a shit. Yep. But I, I, okay. So she turns on the thing. What are you up to? And then she finds herself about eight years ago, and she's watching uh, all self things of herself as a model. Meanwhile, this guy's like got his shirt off. Met. Oh, are they living They're together? Doing it. That's their appointment. Oh, but they they live together, right? This is a long term. No, she's married to another man. Oh, oh, well, I don't yeah, like the they, sound of that. <laughs> they made an appointment to screw every third Tuesday of the month, and it's been going on for maybe four years now. Yeah, it's a, right it's a, now ragging each other. Ah, uh, do they have a schedule though? Yeah, yeah. Every third Tuesday. Your uh, hubby's old dirty plantation money. My old such as it is. He's wearing, uh, those are good underwear. That's some New York City underwear. They're doing Virginia Wolf in each other, you know? Oh, yeah, this is the Virginia Wolf episode. (laughs) Love. Stop him from doing it. Love American style. You ever watch that TV show? (laughs) Yes. Something red, white, and blue. I remember not understanding so much. I can't understand how many episodes they aired of that. I mean, 
it's an anthology television show about little love relationships. And Gary yeah. Marshall, who, was, who passed away, who was involved in it, uh, later used that formula for his own movies, Valentine's Day, New Year's Eve, where it's just, you know, it's an anthology of people meeting cute and uh, falling in love. Right. Little, little snippet story, like one act. Yeah, one axe. And then, uh, but there was so many episodes. And it was different celebrities at the time in it. And there was a movie called Divorce Italian Style that came out around the time. It was, you know, it definitely hit the international pop culture uh, mindset. Oh, they're doing it. I'm talking while they're yeah. doing it. But oh, no, she isn't doing did. it. See? That's she was actually good. on a bicycle. How long are that, you keeping that's that up? good movie making. Listen, any woman in her bra just bicycling. That's that. Oh, by the way, this woman, her name is Miss. What? Go ahead. Missy Ro? Missy O'Shea? Biking on. Her name is Missy O'Shea, and she is the model, but she's also the wife, which you'll see in the next one. But her big claim to fame is she was in Blowout with John Travolta in 1981. What? She played dancing co ed. <laughs> oh, she did play Screaming Woman One or uh, Drowning right, Woman right. Two, or as you look at her like uh, IBBM and you try to go a little deeper, like find a bio of her or something. And yeah, like, nothing. There's nothing. There's nothing. She was in Blowout that one time. She was in the New York Knights. New York Knights. Speaking role. Now this movie goes by the uh, uh, other title, Shacking Up. Which I don't, I think that's. Oh, that explains a lot. I thought on the internet, I kept on bumping into Shacking Up, and I thought that it just shared actors. And this that's is the same name? Carl, yeah. So this is this movie is also. Can you, can you talk about the director? Because he made some really kind of interesting movies. Uh, no, I cannot talk All about right. the director. I was turned off. Uh, I didn't really. Okay, he, let me say. Okay. Simon Nuchtern, and I do know some stuff. He made The Bodyguard, but it wasn't Whitney Houston. I love that it movie. Just, oh, yeah, the Bodyguard? Sorry. Yeah, no, I didn't mean to interrupt. So and I, I said, oh, this guy's but it was a karate film. We'll always love... Was it the one with Chuck Norris? No. Basura. Not at all. It was like a B-movie. You know? all, right. all right, so he made... Karate Kibra. Oh, there, he said. Uh-oh. Lady wants something interesting, huh? It happens every show. Once a show, what happens? <laughs> yeah, we, we won't go. have a Star Trek reference in this film. No, but we're going to have a rape scene. Yeah. Uh, she's ripping his face. Oh, oh boy. No. This is the part of Mystery Science Theater where the jokes are really awkward. You see how she just kisses them? They're yeah, kissing nice now. They were just heated. Because it isn't really. Oh, she bit his. Bit lip. you. You B word. To say that in the 81 was pretty bad. <laughs> Today well, it's nothing. Nothing. They got the Spanish uh, subtitles for it. All right. Well, now she's really. She's, is she it's riding a bicycle? Oh, I thought she was riding a bicycle the whole riding time. A bicycle. That's yeah. good filmmaking. Because you thought she was on the bicycle. Daddy. Yeah, she yeah. was on the pole. <laughs> well. Just okay. Well, you could have fought a little more. So he's going to be mad like, I always have to outdo myself. I always have to top it. It's like, I don't know how much farther I can go. I have only limitations. Oh, right. Well, oh, I see. They play, They have rough sex because they meet once a week. 
Well, they meet once a month, once and a they month. just had rough sex now to spice it up. Oh. And it's the second time they did it. E. <laughs> okay, so this actor did uh, The She's... Bodyguard in 2002, but he did this movie called Snuff in 1976, and it was just a beam film about making killing women movies. Right. And he did the, in 1968, he did The Girl Grabbers. Which I, I swear to God, I looked up The Girl Grabbers on YouTube because I looked at his bio. And, Snuff, Snuff had a notorious because they had these scenes added on where it looked like it was an actual live killing. And they mm-hmm. distributed it and they were able to notify groups to get them angry about it. And they got angry about it and uh, they used yeah. that as promotion. Of this movie, and uh, from what I understand, it's like two movies in one, and uh, they tack some shit on it. So when it says uncredited director, I don't know what scene that guy did, but he also directed the Girl Grabbers, and I said we got to watch the Girl Grabbers, right? <laughs> it sounds right. Sounds right. And then I go on uh, YouTube and I type in Girl Grabbers, and I hit uh, search, and it's like all these young faces. Hey, how do you grab girls? You know, follow my channel. <laughs> I'm a YouTuber, I grab girls. And it's like, oh my God, what the fuck's all this shit? I'm just looking for a movie, Christ. So yeah, and I didn't do that. And then he had a movie called 71 or like something, Love in, Love in 71. Oh, this is the wife and the husband. Uh, as he's got I, the I wife. Only, yeah, she's no longer the model. She's now being called the wife. Oh, wow. She has a, do- a dual role. So that's a wig. And it's a man's hairstyle. Now, can, can you tell me, has there been a movie where there's just one character goes to the next story on to the next? I mean, I've seen, like, Shortcuts had a, a mismatch. You know what I mean? Like, they had recurring yeah. characters and they intersect. That's normally how anthology well, movies film, work. Okay, this film called La Ronde did, was that. And then there was a film in 1928 that Laurent bit off of, that he did that. So was it other uh, films? I'm not sure. Well, I can't think of one in which just moves on from one to one to one. She's wearing a mustache? Very oh, you know, what's that great film in which the guy kills, a cop kills the guy, and it, and it wasn't good. He, he was a motorcycle guy who uh, would be the, Getaway person, remember? Oh, uh, is it the pine between the something behind the pines? Yeah, the trees yeah. behind the pines. So yeah. that goes through three stories. Yeah, right? three generations. It, it does what this movie does. It switches characters, the main character, three times. I I don't think I got the title right, but I if without giving away the movie, which I guess I am, uh, it goes to their kids. You meet these characters, yeah. and then it's the next. The next story is about the the next generation. And how these yep. kids interact. It's an amazing movie about that. Yeah, it really was good. Oh, it's Christopher now he's Parker. Introducing his wife as yeah, his, yeah. his uh, nephew. I loved you in that scene in nine and a half weeks where you pretend you were a man. <laughs> that was later, I guess. Um, this Simon Nuchtern also in 1969 did a movie called Two Hex with Sex. Hex H E X. Yeah. To hex with sex. To hex with sex. So I typed to hex with sex into Google. It's a YouTube search as well. And I just. I got like sex hex, 20 minutes or something. You know, it was just a mess. Well, I mean, the rhyme is so obvious. 
and a hex is when you put a spell on person. Someone, I, I don't know. It just lends itself to a lot of. It rhymes for sure, but nobody says to hex. So they say to heck. To heck right. with sex sounds better. Right. Because well, I think that's what he's trying to. Right. So this is like confusing. Is it about it's about yeah. witchcraft as well? I want sex. I'm, I, the movie says sex. I'll go see it. The hex with sex. <laughs> All right. Well, here we are. Look at this camera work. It's gliding down the uh, dance floor. One take. This must be on roller skates to be able to pull this shot off. It's pretty impressive. Well, yeah. when he showed up, they ordered roller skates, and roller ski opened the box, and he goes, "Oh, hello, Dolly." <laughs> And they used the dolly. Oh, right. Because that's what was in front of him when he said it. Wow, that was a good shot. Well, we're at all kinds of bars. The wife. So the husband has made the wife dress up as a dude and, and go to a gay bar. play in a, a bar. A yeah. gay bar. Gay bar. Double, por favor. Gay opinion. I'll have a manly drink, please. <laughs> so they just think she's a drag king. I'm not sure. Um, because the guy who approaches her is like, who are you fooling in that getup? Nobody in here is believing that you're a man. So I don't know the answer. Yeah, that's what I mean. But now they would say, like, you know, you're, you could be a drag king. A drag king. Right, right. Right. Okay, well, I guess, is she a drag king? If she is, then why is this guy like, you're not fooling anybody? Well, because he brought her husband with her. Yeah, that's right. She's a beard? Does the husband need to... He's a beard. (laughs) I go to this bar every week. Now, this this guy, the husband, his name's Nicholas Cortland, and he really just only did TV. He was on SWAT... Uh, I don't remember which which episode. The one where, we need SWAT. <laughs> <laughs> the one in which they used they, they killed the fly. SWAT. <laughs> and um, <laughs> he was on Kojak. I saw him go down Kojak. the street that way, Kojak. Thanks. And he was in Mod Squad in an episode. Watch where you're going. I see. I'm resigning the lines that he was. He said. Yes, I, I get it. So I appreciate you introducing the cast from this movie. So I'm going to say one of their other iconic lines. You tell me which actor, which movie. Ah, Rock of Ages. Right. Yeah. It was uh, Gordon Press. Uh, He was in uh, Rock of Ages. Yeah. Kate Blade. And 72 Cents is your change. (laughs) Right. Oh, yeah, this guy in his role, he goes, where to, Matt? (laughs) My last stop's Brooklyn. <laughs> no, thank you. That's the final line. Johnson Johnson's headquarters. How may I direct your call? Oh, that must have been the woman, to- the topless woman we just saw. Uh, oh, oh, look at this. Okay, I think they went to a different place. That's why. Like nobody, you're not fooling anybody. You're a girl. Well, this is a straight bar, right? It's like fifty-fifty. Yeah, I guess so. He went to. A, they went to a new. Now it makes sense why it works. It makes sense. Oh, there it is. Obvious. 
But it's all right with me. Whatever you're into. Whatever you're into. It is New York City. I'm here to make friends for the evening. He's a, he's a prostitute. He, he, he charged them 500 bucks. Oh, really? Is that how prostitution, male prostitution works? You have to dress up as a guy first? Uh, I don't know, but he goes, no matter what you are, the price is the same. 500 bucks. Wow. Husband? Yeah, he's all lover. Plainy. What kind of what kind of suit is he wearing? He has the unbuttoned uh, white shirt with the black tie, but I don't know what he just got out of work. Whatever. Yeah, but like, look at the collar; it's weird. Well, it's just open, right? Yeah. But the the vet the the suit. I'm sorry, this guy's a male prostitute, and I'm picking on his clothes. No, you should. I'm not paid for this. Take the shirt. Take the sweater off. All right, a deal's a deal. Led Zeppelin's cashmere. Uh, I should do Led Zeppelin's cashmere song and somehow make it cashmere sweater. Yeah. Uh, do it now, quick, before no one knows the reference. <laughs> Actually, if you wait, um, it's going to go into the public domain at this point. Cashmere sweater, wink, wink. All right, they're going into the hotel, I guess. The hotel room. Well, no, it's home. They're, it's not a brownstone, but it's like a brownstone. They're just rich people. Oh, I got you. I never heard of it. You mean it's not an apartment building? Uh, no, it's a... Is there a brownstone? Make yourself comfortable, please. Thanks. I think I will. They have a second floor. Can like I get you a drink? New York. Okay, now that I can see his his uh, attire in, in a better light, his collar is yeah. just completely his shirt collar is completely out of whack. It's a, oh, it's just wearing it funny. Yeah, I mean he has it sticking out of the, the jacket, but it's just the wrong kind. I'm sorry, you're gonna have to leave my house. No sex. So now they give him blow, or not yet, but <clears throat> so basically, I don't know. It's supposed to be like he wants you to watch. The prostitute's going to watch them have sex. But then there's a mix-up, and the prostitute has sex with the wife while the husband watches. And for some reason, the movie thinks that's like a weird twist. I don't know. Okay, I guess it passes time. Do you think the writer and uh, producer excuse me, of this movie, the way he was inspired, would be like, what should the characters do? You see he's doing the menorah. Yeah, right. This is the eighth night, so he's lighting the final candles in the house. All right, we'll play some dreidel and latkes, and then it's sex orgy. (laughs) (laughs) It was the 70s. 80s, man. This is that weird twilight of uh, decades switching. So He's having sex. Let's go to the bedroom. And then the husband says, this is my favorite room. Let's throw another log on the fire. And he goes, whatever you say. And then he goes upstairs to get something. Get a log from upstairs? And the... I don't think uh, so. Something, and they start to do it. Oh, so then the husband walks in, and he's like, wait a minute. I think. That's here not... he comes back, and instead of, he sits down, and he starts to play the piano, and it's a classical piece you'll have heard before. Oh, all Weird. right. All right, I'll have to raise the volume when he starts playing. Starts playing the piano while I've his been... wife's the prostitute? Yeah. Oh, hi, right. I'm back. Not yet, I guess. 
Hi guys, you did you miss doing me? Anything this yeah. Year? Hey, hey, good to be back. You brought some grapes. Oh, look at that. Here's some cocaine Moss. for you. This whole movie is like we're gonna. It's just fueled on cocaine. You put in the budget. Do you think it's actual cocaine, Carl? Um. Yes. Yes, I do. You think I it's think this kind of that movie? <laughs> I think it's really go-gay. I don't know about the one where they were in the limo. Oh, you yeah. You how they rubbed it on their teeth, and I think it might be real. Well, that bag in the limo is a lot of Coke. I guess, right? I mean, that's a lot of Coke. I guess. The thing is, I really don't have very much experience with it, really, but the few times that I have done it, wow! <laughs> <laughs> oh, we, we totally support it. Uh, yeah, you know this song. My wife's fucking a prostitute, male prostitute. This is like a Claude Devonti style. I don't know what this is. Is she sucking his thumb or getting the coke off his fingers? She's rubbing the, her, his finger on it, her gums. Oh, they're gonna get it on. Quick, let's make some funny jokes, Mystery Science yes. Theater style. Now? Hong Kong. Soon. <laughs> I can't fuck with this music. Put on some Sometimes when I see people humping on the screen, I think it'd be funny if you put in the squeaky bed noise. The corner. Yeah, yeah. Isn't in yet. The honking is always the best, and I thought of it in that movie with Jay Leno. It's the movie in which there's the 1950s DJ and Fran Drescher is in it, and Jay Leno is young. God, it was. It's not uh, Collision Course with Pat Marino. No, it was like um, there's that famous DJ who got rock and roll big. Oh, Alan Alan Freed, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This that is like movie. a payola movie. Jay Leno was in it. Fran huh. Drescher was in it. Huh. I have to. And it was I'll like his rise to fame on the rock and roll train. But anyway, they were backstage, and once Jay Leno went and squeezed their boobs and went. Honk honk! Got <laughs> really mad, right? And ever since I saw him do that, like it stayed with me. Like you yeah. know, crazy girls' boobs. Uh, like there's this milking room at my work where lactating mothers go. I, I ever thought that joke to myself in my head. So, like you're walking by that room, it's like honk honk honk. <laughs> okay, never mind. Right, they're having sex right okay. now. Doing a doggy. No, style. but it's terrible. He's like. You I'm want sorry. to be a man? I'll make you a man. And he's having anal sex with her. Oh. And she's going, you bastard. This was your plan all along. <laughs> Is he wearing, are they wearing protection? I don't know. Oh, okay, husband, so now it's the, the husband, husband and the, the pro- prostitute. Prostituta, according to the Spanish. So I guess it's a different prostitute. Yeah. Um, all right, time uh, to drop off this prostitute. Time to pick up a new one. What is it named? Uh, they, it means bitch, too, or something. What's the Spanish word? Prostituta. Oh, put, uh, puta? Puta. Oh, puta. Is that... oh what Madre is this? Puta. Oh, is this the subway station? Yeah. Now, this is... I Look at the graffiti. There's no graffiti on this. Well, oh, wait till you see it. It's oh, funny you there you that. go. There's old school. That That's you. 70s graffiti. Right, and it's 70s. This is Mayor Koch, New York, right here. Look at that. Yeah, that's just where you just write whatever, man. I like that. 
just wear your poverty on your sleeve. And oh. what they did is they just put a coat of paint on it. Yeah. You know, it's still just this four. 125th Street, and this is Harlem, Harlem. The Harlem you and I grew up known. Right. Not today's Columbia University gentrification Harlem where everything's nice. So he got hit up for change the moment he walked out. He gives the change. He goes to the liquor store. No, he's walking Papa by. Papa like, Doc, what was that? French Connection, right? Oh, the French, French Connection. French Connection, New York. Yeah. French Connection 2 as well. How about a BJ, honey? Just walking. Thank you. Hey, you want to toast a stick on our burning garbage can? No, thank you. Just walking. I think you're in the wrong place, honky. All right. Walks in. Uh-huh. Is he the prostitute or the husband? Yeah. I forgot. This is the husband. Say, Cracker, what you doing uptown? Lots of trouble. Uh, let me hear the actual words. I'll get here. Oh, yes. I guess you want that to go I don't think so. All right, well, I just want to see what happens. So he was propositioned on the street, but he has to go into the bar. Yes, uh, you'll see that this is an arrangement. Uh, now she is Marcy. Marcia McBroom, and uh, she was in Jesus Christ Superstar, 1973. She said, would you like uh, fries? Yeah. Would you like a, ba- a yeah. paper or plastic with that? Oh, she played it's clerk, probably. too. Um, in Jesus Christ Superstar, her role was as woman. Ass woman? No, um, uh, it says Mark. Mar- just woman was her name. It says Marcia McBroom as woman. Oh. And she's a great superstar. She, what's your role, sugar? All right, so she's, she's also beyond the valley of the well, doll. Oh, that's great. I just, uh, yeah. Jackson. I was going to say that I just saw that. Yeah. Was she in the carnation? I had I I took out that DVD, Carl, uh, of Beyond the Valley of the Dolls, and it's the Criterion Collection, and I didn't really watch the, rewatch the movie again. But I watched all the supplemental stuff, which was pretty cool. Well, do you remember? Of course you do. Who wrote, let our audience know who co-wrote that? So it's a Russ Myers film, and it was co-written by Roger Ebert, the uh, late films critic. Yeah, there's supposed to be a movie where uh, Will Ferrell plays Russ Meyer and Josh Gad plays Roger Ebert. Uh-huh. And it's about the making of that movie. That's interesting. That's like Pop Eats itself. Yeah. It's more interesting than watching a man solicit a prostitute at a bar. Um, yeah. yeah. Now, Mar- Marcia was also in The Legend of Charlie. Oh, I know what movie you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so now two prostitutes are fighting. He saw oh. me first. Go ahead, let's listen. All right, here we go. Come come with with that bitch, I said, come with me. Why the fuck don't you listen sometimes? Huh? <laughs> do we do business? 
Oh, yeah, you, you hit it when the pimp comes and ruins it. Yeah. All right, she's success. He was able to just take the subway uptown, go to Harlem, and get himself a prostitute. <laughs> and we just. Pioneer Hotel. Oh, yeah. been there, right? No tell, motel. You charge by the hour? I, I ejaculate prematurely. Can I just charge for 10 minutes? Yeah. Oh, and there's no elevator. It's not handicap accessible, this hotel. That's true. So, wouldn't the wife be shocked, shocked that her husband, who just uh, got a prostitute, just got another prostitute? Like, I don't really see the, like, he's just a seedy fuck, because the story would yeah. be that he's cheating yeah. on his wife for this sexual experience, but... But it's not. No, he it's fucking... Just he wants to bang anything, yeah. Yeah, he had a prostitute with his wife. I'm sure she, yeah. you know, it's not going to be surprising. You slept with a prostitute without me? <laughs> yes, I did. So this is obviously a seedy hotel, because there's a red light flashing in the behind the window. Neon... Neon. Neon. <laughs> Neon. I take you hoes to a hotel if you hoes don't tell. Oh, this girl, thing. <laughs> uh, that was um, Medea movie, by the way. Oh, that's good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was Boo, wasn't it? Didn't we talk about that? Oh, did we? Yeah. <laughs> I bet you we did right here because I think that line is so funny. Well, this is like Tennessee Williams right now. This is the same before they do it. She's wiping off her lipstick. She, she can do it right. Now, she has a wig on, I guess. She really must, right? Yeah. Oh, she's snapping the... Oh, there goes the snogging. Look at this guy. Yeah, he's got a good body. He's such a degenerate. <laughs> he really is. You know, you can see in the background of all seven stories fucking something. There's one character. He, he was just, yeah. Just complimented on the size of his pack of that song. All right. Boom. Buy a corset. Buy underwear. This movie has a good number of underwear taking off scenes. I'm okay with this. Yeah. Movie. Yeah. That's like step two. And now, let's see what the music is. Tasteful. Oh, there's his bare ass. Oh, this must be for our other movie show. Let's watch a full-length movie on RedTube. <laughs> Good one. Yeah. All right, good. Like, it's over. Out of here. All right. He's gonna find He's gonna come home and his, his wife's gonna be like, "Honey, do you have the money for the rent?" Oh no, I spent it on a prostitute. Oh, car phone. Look at this. It would dial yeah, with push button. In eighty-one. Yeah. Hello, yeah. faithful wife. Mrs. W. Howard's Adams. This is the madam. I just had to call to tell you what a uh, talented lady you have there. She didn't get out of character, not for one split second. Oh, but the joke is that so he never... Out. 
As usual. Would you charge more? No, no, wait, I want to see. This is where Rod Sterling shows up. You fucked the wrong uh, prostitute. Uh, right? Uh, oh, she's, no, like, uh, she's rich no, too. That's very clever, Mike. That's very clever. Uh, no, we, we just learned it was an arrangement and she was an actress and she's really a rich lady too. Oh, I a see. Rich prostitute. Oh. Now, this is the porno star. Okay. Is this a real porno star? Is this your he's, Harry Reeves? That would have been better, but no. He's a fake porno star from Italy. Oh, an import. Mm-hmm. And he's not there to make a movie or something. He's buying himself an escort. He's... Okay. Just for pleasure. Italy is where he does his thing. Interesting. Huh. What a fascinating character. Oh, she's breaking out the Vic-20. This Vic-20 is for pornography. Wow, look at Apple that. Apple Look at that. Oh, hey, look at this. Perhaps you have something uh, a little more. Oh, I see. She's typing in her Apple, and it's showing video of the women video. available. Mm-hmm. Oh. Or they could just show a video. Someone who's a mulatto. Right, they could just show a video. Of course. That would be cool. You here? Sit in this booth and look at these uh, women. So, this—that's the front. Ah, bellissima. I uh, think she would be very nice. Uh, let me see if she's a bit. Okay, but can you tell me what bellissima means? I—I I don't understand. Beautiful. Oh, well, that's a, a sweet. I'll let her know in English. So the now the madam is like, you have to pretend you're from Martinique and fake a French accent. Does she have a video phone? What's up with that? I don't uh, think so. That's just, just the, the TV. TV's. Uh, oh, this is back where you had your phone on top of your black and white TV. Very it's 80s. It's black and white. No, it's color. Oh, I take color. that back. State of the art. But we're seeing him. He coincidentally is on the TV. She's watching pornography. So is, uh, is that what it's about? She's like, I know you. You're in porn. No, you've got you would have been a great in the writing room for this. Oh, you've got yeah. some pretty good concept. Yeah. Listen, so at this point Rod Sterling shows up pantless smoking a cigarette and he says, Imagine this scenario. Get out of the writer's room <laughs> <laughs> I'm half expecting twists in these things. All right, so here he nope. is. He's in a limo with a prostitute and he's a porn star. What's next gonna happen? Well, uh, they're going to go to Plato's like you saw before. Oh. Have you ever been to... Man, this is a weird movie, movie, Carl. The movie does something really strange, though, I have to tell you about. Now, this guy's our porn star, right? Right. So, in the next segment, it's called The Porn Star and the Financier. But the thing is, they switch human beings. It's no longer... That makes... That porn star. Huh. But is he playing the same actor, character? Nope. Nope. Well, that makes more sense. See, that's what I thought they would do. It'd be like the photographer and the model, and the model and the authoress, and the authoress and the, you know, and it'll be different. Hey, dance here topless often? That's my line. I use my pickup line in Plato's Retreat. <laughs> is this Plato's or is this one before Plato's? This is probably. Oh, what was the one before? Oh, gross. They're all just necking. No, I mean, like, did they go to another place first? But clearly, I. No. Clearly, they're at Plato's. Look at them. Look at that. Do the people know the camera's on? <laughs> 
they, big party. This film has budget. I'm sure these are all uh, extra. Well, this film does not have a budget. I mean, come on. <clears throat> well, there's Rolls Royce. Okay, there's the porn star we're going to see in the next segment. I don't know why. She's the porn star. Oh, I see. But at least they meet. At least you know her. Yeah, she is wrapped up in this one between the prostitute. Oh, all right. Is that also the Rod Stewart song? The Rod Stewart song will be at the way end. And there's a famous person in this. I'm going to do a reveal. Okay, is it... uh, Oh, it's that porn star. Is it Ron Jeremy? It's all the way at the end. Okay, all right. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, finally, someone I know. Oh, no, that's just... You just go in and you just get grabbed. They found a lot of money okay, in dry ice. Here. Harry Shearer. Now, right, right you now... You have to convince me about how much money I can make. The I've porn just never done those kind of films. Talking before. about how much money you can make as a porn star. I think this is a different person, though. Oh, they really? In front of a camera and make some bucks. Look, no, what I mean is... Just give just me some time meeting to think Play-Doh. about it. Hey, making films is okay. They're all over. Everybody goes to see him. It's not like 10 years ago. You must have seen my wife, Margot. She is the top grossing porno star in the country today. That's not her, Margot. Oh. Wow. This is that low-down, dirty hoe I know. Oh, hi. Nice to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> that is just the beginning. Goodness. Talking shop with your shirt off. So now we've met the porn star's husband. All right. And they're off at Plato's doing people. Yeah, you can tell it's Plato's. They have like Greek statues in the background. Like way in oh, the they're back. They're made out of Play-Doh. Yeah. What was the other place? Um, get it? It was like Superworld or... Uh, it was right by the Port Authority, I, I think. Know. Oh, you mean... Showworld Show Center? Wasn't that that's, like like a sex no, club as well? No, that's not like a club. That was uh, like that was porno a, shop gotcha. in which you could see live sex acts. Oh, I, I'm so sorry. I've been told so I have heard. So I, I heard. <laughs> this friend once said he knew a guy that once went to a show there. No, I said I went to two shows there. Oh, no, this guy. You blew your coat. Men just really love these marathons. Hello, ladies. Anybody want to make it? No, thanks. We're talking. Hey, I can talk and make out at the same time. Look, I said we're not interested. Let's get oh, out of here. You can it's hard to hit make out. You guys want to make it? Do I? Ew, the steam room? That's gross. Now there's the porno guy. I see you found yourself something, Joyce. Why don't you join us? Later, darling. Now we go to the mattress and just maybe we have an orgy. I don't think that's it. Yeah, I don't think that guy's Italian. Orgy. Yeah, there it is in the steam room. Oh. Hey, guys, you want to make out in the sauna? I don't know. I'm already dehydrated. <laughs> and they got thrown in the... Look at it. They got the, the stones and everything. I keep coming onto this statue, but no no action. Yeah. You know it'll work if I keep sitting next to her. I can't talk in a sauna. 
I'm just like completely wiped out on it. Well, it does. Yeah, it is. It's hot. Look, these I don't guys know are why covering. people like that. Hey, let me come on to you. You're a creep. What at Plato's? At Plato's, you're gonna call me a creep. Come on. That's what uh, we're here for. Now look what they prefer. Each other, and this guy is there. Get out of here. <laughs> Going back to the hey Joey. Go back to the Sopranos, huh? Yeah, yeah, I gotta go back. Let's see what the music's like. Oh, the music's all intense because this is a good thing. Yeah. Oh, okay, no. now here's the porno star and the financier. Now this, you can see, it's not the porno star at the beginning right. of last time. So it's our new porno star. They're making this up as they go along then. The rule is that the one character yeah. from the other one goes in. That's right. Yeah, now they're just like professional. How can you break your own rule? Oh, and that's a take. Film within a film. Porno film within a porno film. Yeah, that's right. Where's my fluffer? My balls hurt. Look, you can see his balls. Do you no, see it? You, you, you're right, Mike. That's exactly it. Yeah. He's like, where's my fluffer? My balls hurt. How did you know that? Uh, that's what I would say after every four shoot. But you saw him dangling, didn't you? Underneath his shirt? I totally saw that. Look, look this guy right yep. in his shirt. Yep. Yep. Oh, yeah, uh, he's going to uh, get a fluffer girl. That's the husband who we met last night. Hey, right. you're doing great. Let me kiss you're your vagina. Great. Good luck. Hey, do you and mind getting the husband off this head? It's giving me a boner kill. Everything with the smoking and the yeah, thing. and the set and like your sleazy suitcase pimp boyfriend shows up. And now we're going to meet the financier. Uh, I just finance these movies. I I just walking on set for financial reasons. Really? Well, this is a porn set. Well, really? Well, can you explain that to me? I've just financed this. <laughs> he um he actually doesn't finance the porno film. Oh. I don't know. Same dealer. Exactly. He's just like a rich, rich guy, and she needs money. He's a finance. He she is using him as a financier. She's gonna lay a heavy trip on him. I want to do real films. We need the option on this book. It costs twenty thousand dollars, and you're the man for us. And she basically uh, harasses him. Huh? And that's how uh, Harry Potter got uh, released as a movie. Right. She yeah. was a homeless person. Like, can't you can you spare us a, a, a what is it a pitch meeting? Please, <laughs> sir, can you spare a pitch meeting? Pitch meeting. Oh my God! Bumblebore. Oh look, so he's got is that Coke. Is he offering Coke? No, he's not. He's holding a cigarette in the European style. Oh, I see. Um, and it's an ashtray. Basically, what's happening is she's giving her elevator speech about how cool this movie is, and she wants to do it, and she's all angry at him for like not taking her seriously as an actress. She's a porn actress, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh. So she's trying to get a straight film made, and there's this book, and she wants to get the option on it. Darling, I'm not made of money, darling. 
Oh, here, here's the speech right now. She's pitching. Yeah, but if I like a project, I invest. So let's talk. Between the sheets. Across the desk. Strictly business. I don't know. It might hurt my ass. <laughs> I think she just offered herself to him, you know, right. between the sheets. Yeah, I think I... Take... Hey, he said on the desk. Hey, come on. Now, Get back on the set. Star, we watched two movies in a row. One was Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, right. Marilyn. How can I... She competed with Marilyn Monroe. I can't oh, Jane, I Jane Mansfield. Um, Jane Mansfield. So right. she also, in that movie with Dolly, um, with Lonnie Anderson, she said, tell the you know, the head of the studio, yeah, I'll do whatever it takes. Look at this. This is Times Square. Uh, there's the Pussycat. Look at that. Yep. Bad, Bad girls girl. playing at the Circus, Circus Cinema. Circus Cinema. This is 42nd Street of Times Square of yesteryear. Of 79 or 81? Yes. Well, it literally yeah. was 81. But I mean, until Giuliani came around, yeah. that was our Times Square. That was Dinkins Times Square. Yeah. Here's the financier's office. Then came office. Giuliani next, and he was like, he, I don't know, he just was a jerk about things. He was like, you're closed, you're out, you're closed. I mean, that's always why Dinkins and Koch could fail at that stuff, because they had, we've got a right to be here. It's our right. freedom of speech. Yeah. Giuliani just cracked heads. If yeah. you were graffitiing a train, he had people watching. If you graffitied a train, they beat the crap out of you. All the homeless people, they kicked them off the street, and they put them in these institutions. He just cleaned up New York with a pretty, pretty smile, and now it looks like Disney World Times Square. Yeah, it does. Uh, I haven't, I haven't been, but it definitely looks more of a uh, tourist attraction, and especially because they have TV shows that shoot out there, and everything looks like it's just you know background yep. to a TV show. Lots of Vegas style lighting. Yeah, you go into the Toys R Us there, and there's a Ferris wheel. Well, you I mean, it's like a show. Yeah. Well, back then it was a show too. Like if you wanted to see some guy bite a chicken off with his mouth, <laughs> you would look for the giant neon sign that says, "You know, <laughs> live geeks." That's where you go, Times Square. <laughs> That's right. It's a, it's the same sort of thing. It's a human rodeo. I came to see the checkers playing chicken right over there, sir. Hot dang! <laughs> Do you remember? Um, I came here to. Toss the dozens. What is it? Trade the dozens. Um, there was. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh yes, there was the Hollywood um, stars and people dress up and stuff, and for tips and such. Right. Oh right, yeah. But this is in Hollywood, right? On Hollywood Boulevard. Right, but that also happens nowadays in Times Square. You yeah. See some guys, Spider Man. Yeah, because now the, uh, on Hollywood Boulevard, it's, it's like Times Square. You have Elmo and you have... Uh, you know that Elmo showed up in uh, San Francisco. There's uh-huh. a famous, no, I didn't. There's a famous Elmo, like an angry Elmo from Times Square, and it winds up it's this guy with this really god-awful history <laughs> and uh, some problems, and it was Times Square's problem. He showed up in costume at a, at a playground near my house about oh. six years ago, and he got arrested here in San Francisco. <laughs> in San Francisco. Yeah, you got the Elmo gets no. 
Well, I mean, did you hear the story about the couple who uh, the guy proposed at Times Square? They were visiting, and he dropped a ring in a grate. Uh, yeah, I think I heard some pop TV thing about yeah. it. Yeah, like a reenactment kind of thing. What an asshole! Go, could you fuck? <laughs> could you had to go to New York City to fuck it up. Could you just go to down the street to your own fucking place? Goddamn tourists. Very nice what he did. Fucking tourists. Can't you fuck up your engagement proposal at your own town? Do you have to fucking go to our city? Hey, this is my Guy Fiera. Uh, Guy Fiera's place is closed in Times Square. His restaurant. His Americana Um, girl. Well, his his fame will endure. That's where you go, Times Square, if you want a good meal. Maybe see a comedy show by Caroline's. Caroline's isn't on. Isn't there one in Times Square? Isn't there like, isn't our... Well, maybe there is nowadays, like she expanded or something. I don't know. Hey, is that a fat crack? <laughs> okay, so right now, yeah, have you seen it? That's a fat crack. Now, <laughs> I just right might. now, he, he's agreeing. And like, basically, they're going to have this sex, you know? And... Finally. So, <laughs> after it's all over, he tells his secretary to... He goes, we own such and such publishing, right? She goes, yes, sir. And he goes, tell them when they get my $20,000 check to bury it and bury it quietly. So it's like he screwed over the debutante. He didn't finance anything. Uh, And they're ironically having sex on the desk. Mm -hmm. Well, right now they're kissing. Now, she is totally married, and she's the biggest porn star of the country, according to this movie. Right. So, like, it's a little weird that she needs to go to a financier for twenty grand, and she's going to bang him. I don't know. I don't well, know. I think it's funny because he's doing, having sex at work, and she has a job where basically she's on set pretending to have sex at work. <laughs> for sex at yeah. work, I guess. <laughs> oh, yeah, so... Uh, we're watching them make out on the bed. A lot of neck action here. <laughs> hey, now's By a good way, time. Yeah. N- neck action works on my wife. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, you good to know. Yeah. All right. All right. Now, look, you can't play that hand every time. You have to keep it in your back pocket. But uh, right, if you want something, you need something, there's an avenue there. <laughs> All these guys, like, they don't take their pants off fucking. They just whip it out. Good segue. Having sex. From- oh, talking about your sex? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say, now is a good time to talk about special future shows coming up. As you know... A uh, special the- one. Oh, we got a couple special ones. I haven't even told you. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. So, uh, Muni Radio is having their fifth annual Muni Radio Comedy Festival, which is happening March 1st to March 5th, and that includes a Sunday. And uh, I would, I am talking to the uh, manager, and we will have a let's watch a full length movie, length movie on YouTube special show with a where we uh, allow the audience in, and Carl, you will be on the phone, and we will project the movie in this in the uh, uh, performance Great. space, and uh, we'll have a guest from from the festival, and what we'll probably do, Carl, is have us on stage with you on uh, on the speaker, yeah, and we'll watch the movie. With an audience. Sounds perfect. So that's that's, that's the Sunday of March fifth, uh, of the March first to March fifth, and also you know every Christmas uh, since the show has started, I've brought in Ira, my friend Ira, 
uh, my fellow GYRA, and we watched trailers for movies that were released on Christmas Day. I believe mm-hmm. the Sunday coming up is uh, the f- 24th. So uh, I haven't talked to Ira, and I haven't talked to Carl. Christmas Eve. Yeah, so if you're available Christmas Eve, I, that's like hours before Midnight Mass, so I'm sure you're available, right? You don't really kick things <laughs> off until midnight when you're at church singing. <laughs> <laughs> but what we'll do is this will be the third annual it might be the fourth annual uh, show where we just find trailers for movies that were released on Christmas Day because you know uh-huh. a movie's not going to be good if they release it Christmas Day they know people want to just leave the house and see a movie and they'll see whatever's on so like Bumblebee is coming out Christmas Day mm-hmm. the Transformers spinoff so that's what oh now we're at the fans the fans in here and the debutante yeah, now here's the twist. The debutante is the one we met at the beginning of the movie. We've gone through uh, all nine closer. people now. Like Finnegan's Wake. Right. And the debutante, you know how you have an ex-wife? Well, this was the daughter, a stepdaughter at one time. So it's like an ex-stepdaughter. Uh. So the financier is really a rich, rich guy. So he's being brought to a, a club that his club, they I want guess. him to invest they want to take what happens in this club and put it on Broadway. Oh yeah, really? In yeah, in in this time of New York. This is the so, power exchange here in San Francisco, I guess. But with more dry eyes. Now this we is, have a great reveal, a famous, famous, famous all right, I'm, all right, here we star. Go. And there he is, Adolf Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Adolf Hitler. No, that's the guy from the, the right. Of right about Adolf the Hitler. Okay. The guy closest to us. Oh, he just walked away. Who was it? Uh, I'll save it because we'll see him again, and I'll have you guess again. All right. Well, gonna, well, can I take my top five guesses? Kevin Bacon. This is New York City, <laughs> 1981, right? Uh, is yeah. it Lou Reed? Mm, keep going. That's uh, a good guess. Th- all right. Is it, uh, is it a musician? Uh, no, it's a movie star. And okay. w- why don't we just wait till we see all him right. again? Okay. So now they're pitching him on this bondage club. Right, saying like this has been going on for millions of uh, millions for all of human history, but now in our mature age, it can be public. Huh. Let's go to Broadway. So they would have a club on Broadway or or a porn show. Look at this guy with the swastika band. He's like in yeah. four mm-hmm. scenes already. Yeah, that's actually Himmler. Himmler. Not, uh, oh yeah. Yeah. He's not vague. our guy. Oh, there's the debutante. Oh, who we saw in the beginning when yes. the penthouse pet of the year next year. Yes, I can't remember. She's the one with the coke. How charming. How <laughs> charming. And it's a stepdaughter. Okay, here uh, he is. There's our famous actor. Uh, that's the guy from Full House. No. <laughs> oh, is it uh, Peter? No. Is it... Uh, God. Maybe we'll have a close-up of him down here. I hope so. You'll know laugh. exactly who it is. There he is. goes up. Hey, it's William Defoe. What are you? Yeah. <laughs> That's right. He's got speaking role. Oh, all right. We'll have to listen to him. Nice. I would say there's a young like William Defoe, but who are we kidding? Yeah, I'll say. <laughs> you never will. I can't vouch for the question. He still has that weird I'm scar. I'm curious in his one game here, right? Oh, I'm sure they Yeah, I'm sure like you. But I don't like no competition. <laughs> what a great scene to show up in. From either side. She was pretty successful, that groupie that was, he's standing next to also. Oh, wow. But she wasn't Oh, here's he's talking. Definitely. Come on, let's go in the back. Oh, here we go. They're going. He said one line. 
coming up next on television, William Defoe stars in New York Stories. New York Stories. We'll, we'll see New York him Nights. one more time. Have you ever seen New York Stories? No. You know what movie that is, right? That's the Woody Allen, Francis Ford Coppola, Martin Scorsese uh, trilogy. What? In the nineteen, like I would say, eighty nine, ninety, maybe, or it was like a late. What's it 80s, called again? New York Stories. Okay. Right, and it right. was a Touchstone Disney picture. Do where, you recommend it? Yeah, because what year again? Nineteen. It might be eighty seven. Although it feels like a '90s movie, uh, but it's a, uh, it starts off with Mars Cassese has a uh, Nick Nolte and uh, I think Patricia Arquette. Oh. It's been a while, but he's an uh, he's an artist. Oh, and then the second one is like. Uh, oh, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Oh, yeah, Here please we got do, a lot of William do. Defoe again. That's Let's right. Listen. Melanie, I have some bad news for That's you. Not this place is strictly softcore. Hard luck, my dear. We can still cruise the crowd in this place. Check out the men's room. Maybe Check make out something out of nothing. <laughs> you You coming? Nah, I'll catch you later. Interesting friends. Let's get out of here. Yes, please. All right. Bye, Grandpa. Bye, Daddy. Bye, Daddy. Now, she was um, the younger sister of Tony in Saturday Night Fever. You know, John Travolta's younger oh, yeah. sister. And she was on Search for Tomorrow, and she, her first on-screen kiss was on Search for Tomorrow with Kevin Bacon. Hey, there we go. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's first degree when he kisses you. Okay, so now the debutante is taking the stepfather, who's an ex-stepfather, back home. And, that's and he's still... like, oh, this place has really changed. So he was married to his her mother? Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, that's a deal closer. Oh, did you say it was a deal closer? Like they can't do it? Yeah, they can't do it. Why? Because it was because I mean, he because he, it was a stepdaughter. No, because he she he fucked her mom. The end. <laughs> right. Remember? Do you remember what alcohol drink I like? Scotch, straight up. You remembered? Uh, <laughs> yes, stepdaddy. Look at how old he is. Yeah, he's old. I mean, he, even his jacket. You've added the deal breaker. Yeah, yeah. Da, da, da. Oh, this movie keeps going. You look so much like your mother, you know. Uh, oh, do I? Deal breaker. <laughs> <laughs> you think so, huh? Yeah, deal breaker. Deal breaker. Well, you're a very reasonable man. Yeah, I'm. It's you're called. You're not a sleazy, reasonable guy. I'm a reasonable Ooh. man. What? Ooh. What? Boy, we sure do miss you around here, Daddy. I told you not to call me that. <laughs> it's Lee's laying it on thick. Let's listen to her seduction. Uh, She's totally into it. This is after them going to a bar. Have you club. seen my new room? <laughs> I know you've got a room. Hell, I pay for it. Oh, Daddy. See that? Really, Brooke? I wish you'd stop calling me that. I'm just a stepfather. He's like, come on, I'll show you my bedroom. I should know it. I paid for it. Well, it's all redesigned. Come on, <laughs> Daddy. Just come to my bed with me. But why? <laughs> so sick. Yeah. I mean, never mind the... No, actually, you got to completely mind it. It's not just age-inappropriate. It's, it's inappropriate. I don't know. Human relationships inappropriate. He slept with the mom. Right. 
Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, this is As the same. As a matter of fact, some of the mom's clothes are still in this room. So the debutante is the same Coke woman from the first story, right? And now she's sleeping yeah. with her stepdad. Is this how the story well, ends? <laughs> I don't know. I think that's off limits, right? That's out of bounds. Here's the story of my life. I got a rock star by giving him Coke, and then I slept with my stepdad. <laughs> Ex-stepdad. Twice removed. Now, the stepmom, or the mom, sorry, sorry, the mom, she's right. off in Europe, like, with some sky. And oh, okay, that doesn't like make it better. Um, oh, look at that. Is that an answering machine on there? Jesus Christ. That what's what year it is. So, she says, some of mommy's clothes are still here. And he's like, oh, is that right? And then she's going to come out in one of mommy's, his favorite things uh. that mommy used to wear. <laughs> This is like, would you like to see erotica? Yeah, I'd love to see erotica. Okay, it's incest taboo erotica. Oh, that, oh, no. oh no. You didn't say that. I didn't ask for that. Oh, oh my here we goodness. Go. That's, that's your mother. In the heat of the night. This is Rod Stewart's song. Finally, finally. We have William Defoe and Rod Stewart in the last scene of incest. <laughs> dad, stepdad, and daughter. Yes, when you think of this song, remember this scene. The thing is, he doesn't leave the whole. You know what I mean? Like he's still he there. Allowed her to get this far. Is he going to stop this? Look at him not looking at her boobs. I know. It's uh... <laughs> my eyes are up here. I'm not looking at your eyes. That's uh, that's on your business card, isn't it? I'm not looking at your eyes. Oh, oops. <laughs> looking at your eyes. Oh, no. Look, she ruined it. The, the dress fine. fell off. Oh, my goodness. Do I do it? Do I do it? You want to dance along to the song? This is inappropriate. The streets on the alley. <laughs> LA, Tokyo to LA, passion. I don't think I've ever heard that song. Yeah. They got buried in this movie. 1983. Look Rod Sterling had what? That Young Heart song, the Young Turk song, that that was 81, wasn't it? I don't know, but... It was early 80s. He was all the rage right now. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how he got... They paid their money. Look, the thing is, you see her bush through that, and it's like, you want yeah. to tell me this isn't the 70s? <laughs> Look yeah. at that bush. <laughs> <laughs> is that all right? We call it. That's all right. We're calling it an hour and 40 into this movie. This was shot in the late 80s, 90s, 70s. Now, they're not kissing or anything. They're no. Just dancing. Yeah. She flashed her boobs at her and danced around. Uh-huh. And she put her boobs back in the blouse. Yeah, that's very, that was very thoughtful. And now she's going over the to the bed. Down. Daddy, check out the bed. Yes, I know. That's my bed. Is that the lines of this he's movie? Like, what am I repeating? Um, Come and do it. Oh, look at, boy. Look at smile. Right on the radio. You penthouse oh, pet, blood. you. Now, look. Now, what's he going to do? off screen. And, and then, boom. The so, we don't know. We don't Twin know. Twin Towers. It hinted that he did, because he walked her direction, right? It ends with the shot of the Twin Towers. That's for voting. Yeah. Oh, that's the end of it. Corinne. Episode one. So, she's the a debutante. Great. Alfred. Episode two. Oh yeah, that's Bobby right. Burns. Girl with fight. Authoress Bobby Burns again. Lizzie O'Shea is the model in episode four. 
assistant. Wife, Missy O'Shea, episode five. Husband and Gigolo. Yeah, this is the best part of the song. God, it's eight episodes? No, nine episodes. Wow, this movie one goes on forever. Yeah, nine people. Nine episodes. Except that weird Three trilogies. thing in which the, the porno star got switched. That didn't make sense. Well, you know, with the nine episodes, I first saw this at episode four, so I had no idea <laughs> about the prequel trilogy up to the <laughs> I marathoned it. Oh, you did? But yeah. We but, did, you, right? but you know, back in the day, it started off with episode four. We didn't start the marathon with episode one. That's just, you know, that's the UK's it's nowadays. Like Star Wars. Yeah, that's exactly right. Oh my god, Carl, we just watched a porno movie together. I feel really yeah. awkward. It's gross. I gotta take a shower. <laughs> it was a really good choice for your show. Yeah, you say that for the worst movies. You good um, acting and some of the. Some I've, of the things in the movie work as a movie. Yeah, Passion, Rod Stewart. Yeah, and mm-hmm. William Defoe, who knew who, yeah. who we would become. Wow. Yeah, well, this film, I think the reason it caught my eyes is the director made a lot of films, and that was the one that was on YouTube. And just the structure of it, you know, it's just it's an anthology film, which are always odd, and yeah. it keeps the characters from the other, the other one. And also, it's like a, a 60s sex romp, but in 1983, which seemed a little archaic, so uh, it definitely produced a kind of the tracking wasn't uh, wasn't far out of place in this. It felt like something you recorded off a of Cinemax and you just rewatched yeah. it on video. <laughs> well, but no, we saw the lo- the tracking lines occasionally. Yeah, that was pretty crazy, Carl. I'm going to hop on the other mic, uh, see how this okay. works. Because uh, tell me what you thought of New York Nights. I. Thought, um, like I said, I enjoyed it. I think that it was a snapshot in time. <clears throat> it was a fantasy of the time because it was all rich people and everything was great and there wasn't any, de- you know, and it was inappropriately debauched. And uh, there were some things in it that were pretty good as a film. Um, like, you know, we think she's doing it, then she's on the bike, stuff like that. Yeah. So, all right. It was definitely worth your dollar uh, fifty at the uh, Deuce Movie House. Now, you said that there were some interesting uh, special episodes coming up, and you mentioned the one on March fifth, in which it will be the Comedy Festival of Movie right. Radio, and we'll have a live audience. What right. other special shows are there coming? Okay, so the uh, the episode before Christmas will be our annual Christmas Day movie trailer marathon, which will, I will try to get Ira and the uh, in, into the studio, and I will prepare a playlist of movie trailers. I've done this for the last couple of years. That's the reason why I could take keep count, and uh, <clears throat> from there uh, we will watch. We'll hear the audio and we'll just watch these trailers, and these are now, movies. Did I meet Ira? You might have met Ira when you were here, maybe over at uh, not No, the... but there was a guy who did Scotty's in Springfield who I sent a selfie with to you because we knew him. Oh, that's he a. Knew you him. know, that's a different Ira. That's Ira Summer. Oh, oh. Okay, never mind, never mind. Yeah, that's. Uh, <laughs> well, I, this Ira, we've done Bad Movie Night together. So uh, mm-hmm. we were able to. Uh, I remember that. 
Yeah. All right. Well, thank God. All right. So I'm trying. Oh, here we go. I just found it. Uh, let me go ahead and type this in. So next week we're going to watch a uh, oh, son of a. We're going to watch a 1935 movie uh, called okay. Nightlife of the Gods, and I am going to get the trailer up here. I just forgot the name of the movie. This is based on a Nightlife novel. Nightlife of the Gods. Yeah. Nightlife. And nineteen what? Thirty-five. <laughs> Thirty-five. And this was based on a novel by a guy who also wrote uh, Topper, which was a movie about the ghost. Okay, so here we go. Here is in the classic 1930s Wait, style. Who, who's the publisher? Is it Tengu Ding? Well, I'm, I'm, yeah, right. That's that's what the full length, but right below the listing oh. is a trailer. So we're going to listen to the <laughs> three and a half minute trailer. Uh, for okay. our next week's movie, Nightlife of the Gods. And, of course, you can find us on our RSS feed uh, by our name, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. And uh, Carl, why don't I just uh, play it, say goodbye, and we can just play the trailer, and then we'll play the theme song, and we're done. Okay, sounds great. All right, thank you, Carl. Thank you. No, thank you. Oh, no, stay <laughs> on and listen to this. I'll keep the mic on. Nice plane. Well, this is the Universal train. Are you watching this with me? Yes. All right, okay. Who this? Cool Universal picture. That's back when you could fly a plane across the world. Forward. Once upon a time, a, a famous author named Thorne Smith wrote a book and conceived the moment of delicious delirium and written on a cuckoo clock. The first chapter convinced us he was crazy. The ensuing left out that possibly we were. So we leave you to enjoy this new and completely mad type of whimsical humor on the screen. Stop rattling cellophane. Take sunny shoes off. Park your gum under the seat where it belongs, and let's get all get crazy together. What? And do not stick your gum underneath the seat. This gross. Here is Thorn Smith's Nightlife of the Gods. Lowell well, Sherman. Okay. Wow. Directed by Lowell Sherman. Is this whole three and a half minute trailer going to be like this? Here's the opening credits to the movie. The only movie trailer that shows you the opening credits. What? Here. The film editor is Ted Kent? I better go. The player? Yeah. Oh Are they kid. showing the movies? Grandpa Lambert, oh. a good job. Maybe this is just a, a fan cut of the trailer. It's a teaser, right? Not yeah. trailer. Teaser. Teaser. All right. So we're basically oh, watching the Omicron. Oh, my God. We're watching this movie already. we got to save this movie for next week. We're watching the opening credits. Apollo. Bacchus. 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 He was on Gilligan's Island. Right. Jim Bacchus. Oh, I say. Uh, we're really starting this movie. Aerial shot. Oh, uh, you know what, Carl? We should save it for the stage oh, next week. Boom! They're inside the house like it's no big deal. Okay. <laughs> and then the house explodes again. Carl, we should save this for next week, right? Okay, you were telling me to stop? Okay, no problem. Yeah. You see how they were acting like it was thunder outside? Goodness, if the bombs are rough today. <laughs> okay, this sounds great. All right, so that's her movie next Night week. Night of the Gods. Night of the yeah. Gods. It stars a limer. Uh, it also has a leprechaun in it. So we'll do oh. it next week. 
Tell your friends. They're called little people. Uh, well, I think I hear the theme song. Bye. Thanks. of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of mutinyradio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutinyradio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit face McRat. <laughs> Asiento, take a seat at Asiento on 21st and Bryant. Meet friends for a drink, have delicious tapas, and a relaxed community atmosphere. Asiento, honestly, is a wonderful place. They have incredible bartenders and board games all over the walls. Trivia on Mondays, Taco Tuesdays, First Wednesday, live jazz, live DJs Thursday, parties. The food is darn good special happy hour prices all night long with your mutiny radio comedy festival ticket march 1st through 5th check out the schedule at www.asientosf.com come take a seat i had a date there and it did not go well but it wasn't the fault of the place they're very nice asiento For a burger, Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counter Offer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counter Offer's menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counter Offer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counter Offer uses only fresh ingredients and never store bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counter Offer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counter Offer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Van S. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counter Offer, baby. Everybody should listen to Mutiny Radio! 
at mutinyradio.fm. It's a great place to listen to crazy things. Subliminal SF visual and auditory mind control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's subliminalsf.myshopify.com. And experience Subliminal SF. Welcome. Bender's Bar and Grill, located at 806 South Van Ness in the Mission District of San Francisco. Your favorite bar with awesome bartenders, rotating local art, and a killer back patio. It's a great place to hang out and play one of their two pool tables or old school pinball machine with a tasty adult beverage. Live music every Saturday for only $5. Bender's brings you face-melting metal and rock and roll. The last Friday of the month, Punk Rock and Schlock delivers super fun karaoke with Aileen. Come on, what's not to like? They even have counter-offer inside, frying up the tots with sexy hot burgers for your face. Open every day at 2 p.m. Their happy hour goes till 7 p.m. Bender's is proud to be a sponsor of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival, because they're an awesome community asset to the dirtbags who keep art alive in the mission. Bender's Bar and Grill. Hi, welcome to My Limited View. I am your host, Sergio Novoa. And I'm your co-host, Vanessa Wilkins. Join us every Tuesday from 12 to 2 at mutinyradio.fm as we share stories, our personal stories. And struggles and challenges. And we'll also have guests come in and share their stories. And hopefully through all this, we can expand our view. Or your view. Yes, and there'll be plenty of dick jokes, so don't worry. It's not always going to be heavy. Yeah, I might even share black hair tips. Black hair tips. Don't know anything about it. Sorry. <laughs> All so, on my limited view. Yes. Every Tuesday from 12 to 2. Uh, oh, you can if you can also find us on Apple Podcasts. Oh, yeah. And Google Play. And Stitcher. iTunes. Oh, you already said that. TuneIn Radio. Uh, Stitcher, you said that. Spotify. Oh, my God. There's just so many. And Overcast. Um, yes, you can also find us on social media, M as in Mary, L as in Larry, P as in Peter, podcast, MOV podcast is our handle. Until next time, I hope you're enjoying your view. Yes. Bye. Bye. That kind of sucked balls. Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere 
$5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laughed because $5, I mean, that's what I used to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak ceiling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. (laughs) Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead peasants? Oh, shit. From time to time, I've given it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dag nabbit thing called? It's joke workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! <laughs> Radio listener, it's that time of year again. March 1st through 5th, it's time for the 4th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. Over 40 comics, 25 shows, 5 days, all here at Mutiny Radio, 2781 21st Street at Florida Street. 25 shows, 5 days, amazing comics from all over the United States here in San Francisco to entertain you with 25 differently themed shows hosted by local San Francisco comedians bringing you comedians from all over the United States here. Everything will be live, live streaming and podcast post. Get your tickets, $10 a show, 25 shows, a million laughs. It's the fourth annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival brought to you by Benders, Counter Offer and Subliminal SF. Man. Mm-mm-mm. That tastes so good. It's it's Bug House Square. It's Tuesday at six o'clock. Damn, that's loud, huh? <laughs> kind of scared myself. Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? Have 
have you seen that vigilante man? I've been hearing his name all over the land. Hey, this week on Bug House Square. Well, huge plans, big plans. Uh, I, I, it's just, it's, it's super complicated, so I can't get into it right now. You just have to just sit back and enjoy. This is Mutiny Radio. This is Bug House Square. Welcome. A vigilante man Rainy night down in the engine house Sleeping just as still as a mouse Man come along and he chased us out in the rain Was that a vigilante 